0: Romans chapter 5, I want to encourage you today, just kind of let you know how much God loves you. I'm talking about He He really loves you. You may have an earthly father that maybe wasn't all that you expected him to be, may have disappointed you. But I tell you about this heavenly father we got, He won't never, ever disappoint you. And Romans chapter 5 is a favorite place for me to preach at anyway. Don't forget the fall festival, it's going to be the 26th, it's coming upon us. And uh, we'll be working on that, not this week, but the following week, we've got to find a place to put horses. We've got horses all in the barn. We'll get a place to put them, and we'll get in there and, uh, and uh, get that done, save one or two for the, for the kids to ride. And we're looking forward to a great, great time. Make sure y'all, everybody comes to that. So it's a good time of fellowship, and uh, we'll, we'll have a great, great, big time. The scripture the Lord gave me is in this eighth verse right here. And it's just amazing, verse 8 and 9, and we'll be, we'll be preaching about this verse uh, from probably the start, finish. Can't help but go back to verse 1 every time I get around here. But I, I want to read this in verse 8 in Romans chapter 5. It said, But God commendeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath to come. Lord, I thank you and I praise you today. I thank you for your word. I thank you for, Lord, how simple it is. And even the preaching, you said it's the simplicity of the gospel. And and the simplicity is today that we've got a God that we can Lean on, not only for salvation, not only we can cast all of our cares upon the Lord, but God, we can be satisfied in the day that the Lord has gone before us. There'll never be a place that we'll ever come to in life. Even while we was yet sinners, even when we was without the blood of Christ way back yonder, and we was up under law, you loved us so much then that you sent your Son to do something that no man could do. And we're so grateful today, and we're so thankful. No wonder why we enter to his gates with praise and thanksgiving. No wonder why we we let everything that hath breath praise you because, God, you so deserve it of it. Thank you for the band that's done such a great job. Thank you for all the Sunday school classes, Lord, and the attendance in them and all the people that are growing in the Lord. And, God, just be with the folks that today are going through the grief of loved ones. God, I pray that you'll just... Send angels, Lord, to camp around about them, but more than that, your spirit is gonna be with them, and we pray these things in Jesus' name, amen. amen. So many so many things that I wanna to say to you this morning about, about the salvation of the Lord and how that, you know, sometimes we think that we have got to get to a certain point. When I quit doing this, I may start going to church or whatever you would have to say, But but we realize that, in this chapter here of Romans chapter 5, it's, it's starting out with talking about a word that you need to understand today. And that word is justification. Yeah. That word is being justified. When we come to the Lord, and it's going to be tell us and how we come to Him in faith, He does something for us, even though we're undeserving of it. He, he saves us. But we become justified just like you had never done anything wrong. You know how we want to think about our mistakes and, and, we, and we make plenty of them. And, and I know that sometimes when, when we look at other people, we, we don't want them to be justified. We, we want them to get justice. We want mercy a lot of times. But, but he's a God that loved us and he's trying to tell us when, when you were... Without Christ, you were yet sinners. God came along and he, and he commended his love to us. He, he poured his love out of us. He just displayed his love to us while we were yet sinners that he sent Christ, his son, to die on a cross for us. So many things that I could go into that. How, how he done that, he said, but much more than being, being justified by his blood. When the blood of Jesus came upon our life, when we stand before the Lord, that old song, we were singing a little bit of the verse, when I see the blood, I will pass over thee. And, and to know that we've got a heavenly Father that we're gonna stand before. In all of our making mistakes every day of our life and how the world will never see you probably as anything good. They always can find something bad. You need to know today that if you come to Christ by faith, being drawn by the holy spirit and i'm it up with scripture you you've got to be drawn it's more than just decided i'm going to walk down an aisle. the bible said except the he who sent me draw you you cannot come unto salvation so it's not a matter of walking down an aisle. it's not a matter of being baptized in water but it's a matter of you seeing that your sin is without payment And this life is but a vapor and there's somewhere that we're going to spend eternity in whether it be heaven or hell and you make a choice that Jesus died for you while you were yet sinners and you trust in that by faith and you allow the Holy Ghost of God to live in your life. The Bible says once that happens, he said that work that I began in you, that work that I began in you, the Bible said he gives grace To the humble, but he resists the proud. So that work that you started in just by faith, humbling yourself to walk down an aisle, meaning business with God, drawn by the Holy Spirit, humbling yourself and said, man, I I need Christ in my life. I've tried everything else. I don't have no joy. I don't have no peace. I don't have no happiness. I mean, I'm just living from one event to another. How many times in your life if you, in, in, in stages in your life, you think, well, I'm just going through this. When this gets over, I, I guess I'll be happy then. And you see them people. And when that gets over, they're still ain't happy. And, and they just living from one event to another. Well, if I just make it, we're going to take a trip. You know, if I just make it there, maybe I'll get some rest. Maybe this workout. work out. Maybe, maybe when the kids get grown and maybe when, you know, they get out of college and maybe when they get married and maybe when you get married and maybe when we have children, you know what? Life just goes right on. And when you're trying to draw your joy and your peace from anywhere else without being justified, that know that you can wake up this morning. I love the old song that you can wake up this morning. You can say, oh yes, oh yes, I'm a child of the King." And his royal blood still flows through my vein. And I who was wretched, a sinner, poor blind, now can say, praise God, praise God, I'm a child of the king. How many of y'all know when you woke up this morning, know that you're a child of the king, that he's a king that's gonna be reigning over you. He's gonna be loving you. He knows everywhere you go. He knows everything you think. He knew it from the beginning. When he saved you, he knew every mistake that you was going to make. I've had people before to tell me, said, I'm I'm your friend, but if this was to happen, I, I'd be through with you. Or somebody thought they were so close to somebody. And all of a sudden you say, well, what happened to your friend, to your buddy, to, to that person you hung around said, oh, we done. You're not going to believe what he did. Well, I'm going to tell you something. You and I did it all. We were so Corrupt before God, you remember when Jesus was hanging on the cross, he turned his back on his own son. You know why? Because all wrongs was hanging on his son. He turned his back and his son hollered out, my God, my God, why is that forsaking me? Because... You was worse than any of your buddies was and any of your friends was and any of them acquaintance was that you done done away with. And the Bible said, however you judge a person, that judgment's gonna come back to you. And if you knew how bad we was without the shedding of blood, the Bible said there was no remission for sins, And the only reason... Hmm, the only reason why we saved today, the only reason why we got peace today, the only reason why we got joy today, the only reason why we got satisfaction today is because Jesus paid it all. <laughs> 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 Woo. Can you grab a hold of that? Being justified. Being justified. When, when you ain't got a house, son, I put you down. You really don't have nobody to find fault in you. You say, man, if you just wait a minute, I can tell you 20 things wrong with me right now. I can tell you 20 things, 20 weaknesses I have right now. If we would just be honest. Oh, some of you, I know it's just a gossiping tongue. Some of you just jealous of folks. Some of you just envious of folks. I mean, they don't get way out there. Some of you just just got got a lying spirit. You know what I'm talking about? You ever heard the saying, you'd rather tell a lie than the truth? You get around somebody, I mean, they just... They just want to tell a lie. You know, the teacher was going to fix little Johnny. And she said, I'm just going to teach little Johnny a lesson. He's he just lying. And so she got him in the classroom and said, little Johnny, you ain't going to believe this. Said, I got this dog. Said he, He's mainly black, but he's got some brown spots right back there on his tail. And right on in his tail, it's white. And so the other day, my house caught on fire. And so that dog went and grabbed the water hose and, and he brought it around and put the fire out. She said, little Johnny, ain't that just something? He said I was old dog gonna paint my paint my house and, and I was trying to get the get the buckets and ladders and already had the screwdriver there and said that little dog got that screwdriver and opened that can of paint and before I knew it, that dog done painted half of that house. Little Johnny, ain't that just something? Said the house was on fire, little Johnny. And said, before I knew it, that dog then went around there and, and took his mouth and turned the faucet on, dragged the water hose around there and put, in the, put the house out. Little Johnny, that dog saved my life. What about it? He said, what color did that dog again? She said, that dog was mainly black. Got some brown spots back there, right, right back there in front of his tail. And right on his tail, got a little white spot. He said, that was my dog. I trained that dog. But I'm just trying to tell you that in and of herself, we've got so many things, nobody got to make us out bad. If we stop to think about it, and we get to thinking how we're, when one day we're going to assemble for a holy God. I mean, we ought to be soaking dead like, man, you ain't going to make it. I mean, you're not going to get in the door. You remember the other story, if I got time to tell you one more story, about the man and his job, Brother Timmy, was stand at the gate there and and when people come in, so, so when, when he got there before that, he got there, and, and so the man guarding the gate of heaven, he asked him, he said, uh, he said uh, you, you need in. He said, I need in. He said, well, you got to spell a word. He said, man, spelling was the worst thing that I could ever do. I can't spell nothing. He said, well, maybe you can. He said, no, I'm not going to make it. You might well just send me on to hell and be done with it. The gates of heaven was there, and all they had to do was spell a word. He said, well, give me the word. He said, love. He said, L O V E. He said, come on in. He said, being you done so good, you just guard this gate right here. And so he was sitting there guarding the gate, and he had the same job to do. And his wife showed up. She said, What in the world are you doing on the other side of the gate? You are the least person I thought would be in glory. I don't know how in the world I would just like to know how you got in there. He said, Now listen, you got to be quiet a minute. I'm here to guard the gate. And I'm the one to one let you in. Before I let you in, you've got to spell a word. She said, did you spell a word? He said, I sure did. She said, well, anything you did, I can do. She said, give me my word. He said, Czechoslovakia. <laughs> let me tell you something. It's going to be so easy for us to go inside that gate. Even though I think about Stacy White and I think about Sister sister Mary Holmes and I I would think about how few of us asked them before they died, what what about glory? Both of them, in all they done and tried to live as close they could. I mean, just saints of God. This Stacy White, not only she was a piano player, but she took kids in all of her life and she nursed kids that wasn't hers all of her life. She spent a whole ministry doing that humble as humble could be. If you want to say something to them before they died, they say, Brother Eddie, I'm just so unworthy. In and of ourselves, we just so unworthy. But the reason why we come to church after we've been saved, because while we was yet sinners, without Christ, God had been gone on before we ever got here, Brother Larry. He already done paid the price on Calvary's cross that if we would accept him with a childlike faith. We could go to glory. And we, when we walk up on that wonderful, beautiful day, with no matter what happens, whether it's a wreck today, whether it's sickness takes you today, whenever that day is, and when you step up in glory, and God's going look to at, look at you, and He's going he's to commend you, He's going to say these words, you would think He's going to say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. You know why? Because he's not just happy with you because you've trusted in faith, but he's real happy that he sees the blood of Jesus on your life, that you accepted what his son done at Calvary. And the Bible says, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of the saints and how he's gonna throw his arms around you. You're gonna feel so unworthy. And right then, that'll be heaven enough if you never seen no streets of gold. No, no walls of Jasper. Let me tell you something, you lost in here today, don't you leave here. Heaven ain't the only place you can go to. Oh, preacher, I should have known you. I should have known it wasn't going. I said, heaven ain't the only place. He didn't just save our soul. He didn't just save us for heaven, but he saved us, the Bible says, from the wrath to come. Don't you sit here and you just part of some denomination and say, man, I know I'm going to heaven because I'm whatever. I mean, I had a great friend one time. I mean, he told me, he said, Brother Eddie, don't you understand? I'm Catholic. I mean, it's been passed down. I said, no, you got to be born again. I don't care what your mama is. I don't care what your daddy is. I don't care what your grandmama is. They've always said you can't ride in on somebody's coattail, but I'll tell you what you can ride in. You can ride in what Jesus done on the cross of Calvary. you accepting the blood of Jesus for your sin today. You can ride in on it. Matter of fact, he's going to look at you and he's going to say, well done, my good and my faithful servant. He said, you've been faithful over a few things. Now just enter on in. Come on in, glory man, and live forever. I can't wait to get to heaven. Oh, brother Eddie. Oh, brother, but ain't it good down there? I said, I can't wait to get to heaven. Life ain't nothing but a puff of smoke. What about that brand new grandbaby? You don't want to leave her. Let me tell you something. If I was to die this moment... Let me tell you, a day with the Lord is as a thousand years. I tell you what, I go a bunch of days and not see her. But when I get to glory, it's going to be so sweet. I'm going to turn around. Look here. I'm not going to know any time doesn't pass. And that grandbaby's going to be there. She ain't going to never get turned down from being a cheerleader. She ain't going to be looked at bad because she's on the stage singing for Jesus. Look at, It would be a great thing today for all of us. Go to be the Lord. Feet won't hurt no more. You can just run them down the streets of gold, just shouting and praising God. Let me tell you something. It says, for, for God commendeth his love toward us. While we was yet sinners. Man, don't, don't people expect so much out of church, folks. They go to church over there and they do all that stuff. You've done it too. But God saves sinners. He makes a way for sinners. There was a time... And the law, if we'll turn right here to Romans, look if I can turn maybe just over a page. Oh, Lord, you're getting getting extra now. Oh, oh. In in Romans chapter 6, it says, what shall we say? Then shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? It says, God forbid. It said, how shall we that have been dead to sin live any longer therein? Know you not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? Therefore, we are buried with him and baptized and baptism into death. That like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of father, even so we should walk in the newness of life. The Bible said if any man be in Christ, he's a brand new creature. Old things done passed away. So even sin of itself, look here that had it. The Bible says sin won't have no rain on you no more. It won't, have no, it won't have no authority on you no more. We can go over to the back of the book and say, if you say that you have no sin. Now I'm not getting up here today until you get you a grace credit card. Say, man, I'm good because I got your grace credit card. I hope there's some growth in you that at least when you maybe make a mistake that it hurts you and you don't want to continue in it. But God, look here. It says, for we have been planted together in the likeness of his death. We shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that that old man is crucified with him that the body of sin may be destroyed. That henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead... Is free from sin. When you come to Christ, you died. You died in and of yourself. Somebody said, "Man, ain't you scared of dying?" I done died. When I got saved, I died. Eddie Martin had to die. You may not can see it much, but if you've been born again, I'm going to tell you the Holy Spirit's going to require some things yeah. of you. It just is. It's going to require some things. It's going to pick at you. It's going to draw you. It's going to challenge you. Even though you may think, my my man, I I don't know that I'm doing any better than than I used to. But see, it ain't you. What you did is, that work that he began in you, he said he'll complete it. And I understand we're not going to be completed until we stand before the Lord. But listen to me. Listen to me. It was grace that you got saved by through faith. It was just God just gave you some grace. Anybody, you ever received any grace before in your life? Has anybody ever let you just go in front of them? You know, sometimes you you can't have four sweet people at a four-way stop. You won't ever get to go nowhere. (laughs) Come on now. Look here. But God committed his love toward us while we were yet sinners, he died for you. It says, much more then, but being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath to come. When death comes our way, Lindsay K, let me tell you something. He says to you, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not soul, I, so I would have told you. Now, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, he said, I'll come again and I'll receive you unto myself that there where I am, there you may be also. The Bible says to be out from this body is to be present with the Lord. Let me tell you something. There ain't no purgatory out there. Jesus said, lo, I'll be with you always. He ain't sleeping with you in the ground and he ain't gonna go out down or somewhere. I'm gonna tell you something. He's gonna be right at the right hand of the Father where he always gonna be. And when you die, you'll be right there with the Lord. Oh, there's all kind of things taught out here. So I think the best thing for me to do that, that the Bible talks about in Philippians 3.10 that says these words. He said that I may know him. Paul said that I may know him through the power of the resurrection. That I may know him that I was dead just like Jesus died and he was buried in a tomb. He said that I was dead in my sins. But through Christ Jesus, he resurrected me. He pulled me out of that sin. He put his blood on me. And when the Father looks at me, I'm absolutely perfect. I've got a heaven over yonder waiting on me. And he's already took away that wrath of hell. I don't have to deal with that no more. And I don't know about you unless you're absolutely asleep in the house. That's a glorious thing for us. Amen. Hey. Verse 5, verse 1. We're going to get done. Oh, one of the best verses that I know in the Bible. I mean, and, and, and the next time I preach, I'm going to preach on the next one. And I'm going to say the same thing, Chuck, about that one. I'm going to say, oh, it's one of the best verses in the Bible. And then you get another one. You ever had somewhere in life you said, man, I got a favorite song. Well, last week you had another favorite song. Oh, Brother Eddie, I, I got another. And Renee comes, oh, Brother Eddie, I got a favorite song. We've introduced a bunch of songs. And them songs, just the best songs. Them verses, I mean, no wonder that they call them the bread of life. Look at this. Justified means you, you ain't ever done nothing wrong if you've been born again. You had to accept something by faith that you ain't ever seen. But if you have been born again, filled with the Holy Ghost of God, the Bible says these words. It says, therefore, being justified by faith. You really believe that? Oh, yeah. You really believe you're going to heaven? You really believe that when God looks at you and, and sees the blood, he's going to say, well done. I mean, you really believe? Well, what about you? I want to let you know something that I, I tell a lot of people and lead them to the Lord when a table's wiped off, if you could find one grain of sand and one grain of salt on that table after it's been wiped off. I seen somebody clean a table last night and these folks got ready to To sit down. You know how picky folks can be. They looked and I I glanced over and it might have been a little something. And and they just stood back like that table ain't clean yet. Well, I think it made the young man that was busting the table mad, really. And it probably would have me too. And so what he did was he wiped that seat off. You hear me? And he told her, said, hold on a minute. He got over and wiped the other seat off. She thought she was going to sit. He said, no, ma'am. You need to hold on a minute. Let me get it clean for you. Look at, he went to moving everything against the wall, Reed. He went to just wiping everything. I think he told us, I'll be through in just a minute. Look at, he wiped it all off and he looked at it good. He said, I think it'll be fine now. I'm going to tell you something. When God saved your soul, He wiped it all off. You hear me? He wiped it all. He wiped your slate clean. Look here. And you know what He tells the world? You know what He tells the devil? Devil, you just stand over and let me show you something. I'm still working on this person. I love that song said, He's still working on me to make me what I ought to be. It took him just a week to make the moon and the stars, the sun and the earth, and Jupiter and Mars. How loving and patient He must be. He's still working on me. Give God a hand clap. He's wiping on you. He's wiping on you. We need a whole lot of wiping on. And when our accuser comes on that day, look here, and when we get there, look here, not only only Belinda, he started on that day. Look here, when we stand before him, (laughs) Jesus Christ himself will be like mama used to do. She'll put that old spit shine on you. Huh? Can I use you for? No. Huh? Oh, spit in the hand. Wipe you off a little bit. Yeah, he'll still be wiping on you. He'll still be cleaning you. Why? Because the scripture said, being justified. You didn't only get justified. Look at. but you ought to came to church this morning and realize, look at. he said, my mercy is new every morning. When you got up this morning, Brother Benny, we need a little more cleaning. We need a little more justifying, man. We need a little more cleansing. And he done told the world to get back. Y'all get back. I ain't done yet. Oh, you just seen something, didn't you? Hold on a minute. Woo, what a loving God we got. Yeah. And all through life, you know what we're doing? We're making messes. Yeah. Oh, you make making mess? I know some people can mess up a good day. I'm thinking about after a day, Brother Sammy. Now, how in the world could anybody complain about a day like today? Right. But it's going to be somebody that walk out there, coming to church, and they're going to walk in and say, I'm about freezing to death. I mean, a perfect day. I mean, you can put a little jacket on. I mean, you kind of know you didn't seen the weather. I mean, everybody done called and told you. I mean, I mean man, just to put on a little old jacket day, Cup of coffee. If you could sit on a balcony or a porch or something this morning. I mean, put a little jacket on. I mean, it's heaven. It's heaven. But I'm here to tell you. There's a lot of folks can mess up the most beautiful day. They can find some complain about. It. Brother Harris, I'll say this one more time. One time we was worried about the crops and God done bless Brother Salmon. He done sent the rain we needed. He done sent the sunshine we needed. And I, and I didn't want to fail to give God the glory because we realized a few weeks ago we preached on a Wednesday night. One man failed to give him glory. Some worms eat him up. Just because he wouldn't give Brother Larry Cook, God, the glory. That crazy brother Larry didn't call me. I'm not even going to tell from the pulpit what God done done from because you think I would be crazy to tell it and he was crazy to tell it. But God cares about everything you're doing. If he's a God, that he'll make your crooked places straight. He'll be a light and a lamp before your feet and for your pathway. Let me tell you something. If he'll never leave you, no forsake you. Lo, I'm with you always. Let me ask you something, man. It's time in your brain you clicking that you got a God that's walking with you, living inside of you, everywhere you go. He said, if I care about the lilies and the sparrows of the field, if I care about all them, he said, how much more? I love you. Man, would you accept today not a God that you can call yourself a Christian and you start going to church? Would you just accept a God today that's going to be with you every moment of your life? And you can pull out scriptures or anything too big for God. No, there's nothing too big for God. He done already went and he done suffered at all points. You say, Brother Eddie, I'm grieving. You know what? He done suffered that. Man, I'm hurting. He done suffered that. I done been rejected. He done suffered that. The Bible said he suffered at all points. There's no way that you ever gonna go through anything that he ain't already done, done went through. Look at, and God said he'll supply you every need according to your riches and glory. Are you interested this morning? Yeah. Man, we need to get over that mess. But anybody would like to come down and join the fellowship? If you hear, you've already been joined. When you, when you came in the door, you joined. You're a part of us. Only oh, way well, you can't be a part of us, you don't want to be a part. But we're so busy about joining and making memberships rather than people come and not, not have religion. But have a relationship is what we're trying to instill in you today that you've got a relationship with a father that absolutely adores you. That's good, ain't you? It says, therefore, being justified by faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. By whom also we have access to that throne room that I talked about. We've got access by faith. Again, by faith and to this grace wherein we stand. And we rejoice in the hope of God. And not only so, but we glory. We glory in tribulations. We glory in test. We glory and when we go through something, we can just say, man, when it gets bad, we just say, man, I wonder what God's... For. Boy, I'd hate to see them when God gets through with them. I'm going to tell you something. You're a child of the king. Somebody comes against you. They're on dangerous ground. Hello? I mean, when somebody talks about you and you're a child of the king, they're on dangerous ground. You ever seen them folks that talked about you so bad, and next time you see them, they're in one of them scooters at Walmart? Both of them. Why? What would you do? What would you do if you went to a ball game? And your little grand girl, Sammy Baggett, was hitting that ball. And somebody's sitting down and said, look here, she can't run. That's why she don't ever get to first base. They ought to get her off the team. I see sweet little Sammy Baggett. <laughs> He'd probably go over that woman and say, let me tell you something, you ain't, you... No. <laughs> LeVada be saying, Sammy, Sammy. No, let me at her. Let me at her. Let me get her. Let me get her. Man, you got a father that loves you so much. I'm just trying to get that in your mind. The Bible said I've never, ever seen a righteous forsaken. Nor a seed begging for bread. Not that we even need the things of this world after we get saved. I'm going to tell you something. Best thing, Brother Al, for us when we get saved, God just beam us on up like Star Trek. Wouldn't that be something just... Man, some little cylinder just come down around. Hi, huh, Larry? So he gone. He gone. We, we know, we did not seen it before. They gone. They gone. I said, there's going to come a day. It's Kaylee comes to pen. There's going to come a day. Going to be two grinding at a meal. One's going to be taken. The other's going to be left. Cars on the interstate. You're going to just start seeing them. Just leave the interstate. Beholding babies in their arms. The babies are going to go right on to be with the Lord. That's right. It's going to be total chaos. The other day, I'd gotten out of that Arlington exit, Brother Larry. And I, something's up in the air, and I think I told this. Man, it's a whipper. I thought, is that a flying saucer or what is it? <laughs> it was a tire. And that tire, when that rim come down and it hit the road, you know, I'm still a quarter of a mile, I mean, an uh, eighth of a mile again. And went back up in there. Crossed the median in a 45. Thank the Lord them cars was back. They just went right in front of them cars. Right on out through that bean field going 70, 80 mile an hour. Because some guys from Texas had a cattle trailer and that tire had come off the trailer. Somebody already told them to get there. And I, and I pulled over behind them and I said, well I, I can go back and I can show you exactly where it went, right at the end of that guardrail. I can show you at the angle almost that it went, but you gotta realize that, that tire was going 70 to 80 mile an hour. One thing is the Beansville, on the other side of the Beansville, there's some trees. I said, I, you might can find it, but possibility gonna be pretty tough for you to find your tire. See, when we stand before the Lord, if He could just find one of your sins. If the blood didn't cover them good enough, you ever put some paint on something and say, I don't believe one coat's going to get this? Right. Man, I, what you need to know about paint is when you get into the darker colors, whether it be a blue, dark blue, dark deep red, what the acts have to do is, is some of them buckets, they have dipped out part of that bucket of paint before they send it to the paint store. Reason why? Because they've left room in some of them to put extra color. And when you put it on the wall, Johnny, I tell you, it really don't do much at all. It just, and some of those, we've literally had to put five and six coats of paint on if it's a deep red. Sometimes, you know, in the little girl's room, they want to make it, you know, some color or something. And Christy, you know what I'm talking about. It's just like, man, how many coats is it going to take? Well, I'm going to tell you something God, today. If you'll come to God, it takes one coat. It takes one trip. It takes one trip for the blood of Jesus, by your faith, a childlike faith, whatever you've heard anywhere else. I've heard it after they prayed for you, and I'm talking about somebody, I said, boy, that was a good service. I ain't never seen so much shouting in all my life. I ain't never seen, man, folks landing on the floor and all that. And then I heard what you told the person, I hope to see you in heaven. Oh, if that person really knew what they just done, said, look here, the only reason why you won't see me in heaven is you won't be there. But why I love that song. said, once was enough for me. I'm going to tell you something. Come today in faith. Will you stand to your feet as we close? Thank you. Lord, we thank you today. We thank you how you commended your love toward us while we was yet sinners, Lord. Way back before we ever got here, Lord, you knew that nobody was going to be able to live in this life without sin. Lord, you had a a law of 10 commandments. We couldn't even keep that 10. Nobody could. And then Lord, here you come along and said, I'm going to make a new new covenant with you. I'm going to send my only son that I've got to die on the cross for your sins. He's going to shed his blood. And then I'm going to put some preachers around some Sunday school teachers around, some speakers around, some laymen around, I'm going to start saving folks and they're going to start spreading this news, this great news of my son that's died on the cross to redeem people from their sin. Lord, I believe it's, it's very possible that we have several here today that really when they examine themselves they you know what? I, I really don't know. If I didn't just do it for the preacher, if I just didn't do it for my son's school teacher, for my mother, Or I just want to go to heaven, but I really didn't understand what I was doing. I really didn't understand that Jesus had paid the ultimate price. And I've got to put my faith in what Jesus done. I can't get any peace with that. If you can't get any peace with you're going to go to heaven and you've got Jesus living with you in your life. Then the Bible says we don't live up on a spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind. I hate snakes. But I'd have more fear of, a, of this than I would a snake. That knowing if I died today, I don't know absolute for sure that I'd go to heaven. So right where you are, is between you and the Lord. You just call out to God and say, God, I'm, I'm lost. I can't get any peace with it. I'm miserable. I'm miserable. I don't have any peace. But today, just by faith, Lord, I believe that you died for me as a sinner. Just like we all was. And Lord, today I give you my life. I want you to come in. I want your spirit to come in me. And you just go to